Hi, I'm Angela. Welcome to the Mom Works It Out podcast. You may know me as the weight loss girl, but I'm more than just weight loss. On the journey of self-improvement, I've learned valuable lessons that I would like to share with you. Just like anything, I'm still a work in progress and I'm glad that I can learn and grow with all of you. My goal is to help someone be the best version of themselves. So come along, send some positive vibes out into the world and let's run our goals. Every ending is a chance to begin again. Claire Wyndham. Welcome to the first episode of the Mom Works It Out podcast. I'm Angela and you're probably listening to know what this is all about, right? I'll give you my YouTube intro. The beauty of a podcast is there's more time to go into detail. I'm Angela. I lost 200 pounds and I fell in love with running. Now I'm trying to live the healthiest life I can while raising my toddler. Why did I want to start the podcast? I'm a blogger by nature, but I podcasted about Gossip Girl in the past. The podcast did pretty well, but that was during the time when people didn't know anything about podcasts. And I would tell people that I was on a podcast and they'd be like, what's a podcast? Now podcasts seem to be all the rage, and I'm not sure people are reading blogs anymore. I know for a fact that I only read three, so how can I ask other people to read my blog if I don't read other people's blogs? With the onset of microblogging on Instagram, I think it's time for the blog to evolve into something else, and so that is why I decided to start this podcast. The podcast will be an excellent chance for me to exchange, you know, my ideas and have people listen to it while they're doing other things. I know that's what people do when they podcast or when they listen to podcasts. They like to do other things. They clean the house. They do their work. They do all of those things, which, you know, it's not always the greatest thing. I think that we should focus on on the task at hand and get it done without all the other distractions. But, you know, that's a whole other podcast episode that I will share with you later. So what exactly am I going to talk about on this podcast I know everyone thinks that I'm going to come here with the weight loss podcast and all that. But the thing is, is that I'm far removed from weight loss. I've been in maintenance mode longer than the time that it took me to lose weight. So I'm not really relatable in that sense of helping people on a weight loss journey. There are other things that I learned from weight loss that I have then applied to other aspects of my life. But I'm going to be real with you. Losing the weight was the easy part and dealing with everything else after that is, you know, still a work in progress. And so that is really why I started the blog, which is now a podcast. And, you know, that's why I make my videos and do all those things to show people about living life after weight loss. And, you know, just to motivate other people to be the best versions of themselves at any given point in their life. And that's really what I'm all about is just motivating, inspiring, helping people achieve the things that they never thought were possible, doing the things they never thought that they could do, or just doing the things better that they thought that they could do, if that makes sense. I know that sounded a little off, but, you know, I just want to help people be the best version of themselves. So long story short, I want to inspire others to live a positive and productive life by achieving their own goals. Plus, I'll be sharing like, you know, the extra stuff that people really may not really care about, you know, the small bits and pieces of my life, like traveling, parenting, running, healthy living, things like that. So it's going to be like 
a lifestyle podcast. Let's cultivate the best lifestyle that we possibly can. So I thought that this would be a good opportunity to let you know a few things about me that you may not know. So my first thing is that if you've been following me for a long time, you do already know that I love long distance running. I really got into running after losing weight. And, you know, I did my first race. And then after that, I was kind of hooked. And I just love long distance running. The longer, the better. I wish I had a little bit more time now to be running, but you know, I take what I can get and I make the best of it. I'd still get to enjoy running. That's just something that's really kept me motivated and focused and has taught me a lot of things about perseverance. I really love running. I don't want other people to run if, they, if they're if they not gonna absolutely love it. So I'm not one of those people that's like, you have to go running. No, you don't. If you're not gonna love it, I don't want you to do it. The longest distance I've ever run is 50 miles. And sometimes I get like this little itch to, you know, maybe want to do like 100K or, I'm not quite at that 100 mile mark. I don't know if I'll ever get to that point, but you know, I, I kind of do have this itch of me wanting to get back into ultra running because I was on like the marathon kick for a while. And because I have less time, I'm more on a half marathon kick right now, but I feel like that I'm kind of limiting myself because of that. I am kind of thinking about getting back into the ultra running. So stay tuned, 2020, this might be the year for that. The next thing is my favorite color is green, but you'd probably think that it was blue because that's really the prominent color in my wardrobe. I just, you know, I'm just gonna be real here. I love color. I love the bright colors, I love jewel tones, and I just love things being so colorful. And I didn't really put this on the list, which I should have, but I really love socks too. Like I'm a sock connoisseur to the point where I should probably open up a sock business. And I kind of have been toying around with that idea of making my own socks, not running socks, because I already have a brand of running socks that I really already love. And I don't think that I could do it better than them. But I just love socks. And I like high socks. I like people to see my socks. I like different patterns on my socks. I like all the colors on my socks. So I don't know. That's another thing that I might want to work towards. I don't look, this podcast is already opening up my eyes to different things. Um, so th- which leads to the next thing that is I am a businesswoman and I enjoy learning things about business. I love the intri- intricacies of business. I love developing and creating and doing all those things. And I love like the actual numbers behind business and watching trends and all that. And that's very, very exciting to me. My only issue is that I may not love running the family business as much as I love business. So, you know, I kind of do what I have to do to do the things that I want to do. But I do love business. I do love running business. I am also a very sensitive person, but I do come across straightforward and to the point and rigid. And I think people sometimes get like a wrong thing about me. You know, I do. I have the most caring heart. And if I actually let you into this heart, it's like, I'm so filled with love for you. And, you know, sometimes I do come across a little bit harsh and, but that's just because I don't know how to make small talk. I'm just going to end it at that. I don't, I don't know how to, how to do all, all of those other things. I'm just very straight to the point. I'm all about the business. You know, I'm, I'm all about the business (laughs) and that's all I can say. Like, but I am a sensitive person and I do care deeply for people. I do care deeply about issues. I'm very passionate 
about a lot of different things. And, you know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And sometimes people feel like that they need to apologize for being who they are, but I'm straight up sensitive and I'm not going to apologize for that. I've kind of just touched on this, but I really don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how to have small talk. I don't do small conversations and people kind of get it twisted because online I have like a different personality than what I do in actual real life. And Haley Fam, which is one of my favorite YouTubers, she has um, a merch sweatshirt that I bought and it says narcissist online shine person. And that describes me to a T, you know, like I just don't know how to conversate with people like face to face or it takes me a long time to be able to open up to do that. So people are actually kind of really surprised about that. But it's true. I'm not really a people person. I want to be. And that's maybe why I'm so big online. Like maybe I'm just a legend in my own head here. But, you know, like I feel like I do have a big personality online. But in person, it's just not really like that at all. So let's move on and let's talk about something else. I'm going to talk about, well, I've kind of been absent um, from the internet the first um, month of the year. Today is January 31st and I've decided to make my re-emergence here. But I really wanted to take a step back and think about the information that I'm putting out on the internet, how people are perceiving it, and what my actual end goal is with people. Yes, you know, it doesn't have to be all serious all the time, which is something that I'm also working on. And, you know, that's why I really got into making my YouTube videos so that I can have a mix of informational and a mix of just like having fun and like letting people in and seeing that side of me. Because like I said, sometimes people get a different misconception about me. I've really taken the time these couple of weeks to like think about my brand and what I want to do and how I want to proceed because, you know, life is short and we shouldn't be, you know, the internet is for entertainment, but people also go to the internet to find out information. And I want to be one of those people that provides both of those things. Taking the time to recenter and to find out what is important to me. And I've also been working on consistency. Consistency is crucial and that's what I've been focusing on and I'm striving for consistency in lots of different areas of my life and my Bible study and my organizing and my planning and my workouts. And like I said, in my content creation for what I want to project out into the world. Most importantly, I'm working on creating healthy habits to deal with the ups and downs of life. If you know me, last year wasn't like the greatest year of my life and I made some really tough choices that in turn now have made me feel like I'm happy and I'm in control and I can move forward. But going through all that, maybe I didn't handle it as gracefully as I wanted to. Uh, you know, there may have been some problems with some anxiety. I don't feel like that I did anything wrong. I just feel like that I didn't hold it together enough. And those are things that I'm trying to work on. I am notoriously bad with change. No matter what kind of change it is, you can change the channels on the, the channel lineup on the TV and, it, you know, it could be like earth shaking to me. So that is definitely something that I'm trying to work on is consistency so that I can consistency in building these habits so that when something does come up, I am able to deal with it and not have it be the end of the world. So I know that this is just really like the first episode of the podcast and people usually take it like really chill on the first episode. 
but I wanted to provide some like helpful information on tips for creating some healthy habits. So my first tip is to determine what practice you want to develop and the reason behind wanting to create this pattern. It's important to outline this as a reminder of why you're making the extra effort to do something new and different. There might be a few times you will need to refer back to this when you start to struggle. I think it's very important to write down the habits that you want to develop because it is very important. Like, I don't know what it is, but visually seeing the things that you want to work on, the things that you want to change, it's so important because it is that reminder. It triggers you and it brings you back to that moment when you sat down and you wrote that list of the things that you wanted to change and why you wanted to change them. And sometimes we get lost in the journey that we are like, man, why am I doing this? And then at least those are times when you can flip back through your notebook, flip back to your journal, or go back to that post-it note that you stuck on your mirror. And remember, this is what I wanted to change, and this is why I wanted to change it. Step number two, or tip number two, is to pinpoint what steps you need to take to put the action behind the plan. Yes, you want to develop an action plan that will outline the things that will make you do this habit. If you need to start a workout routine, get together a workout plan, how many days a week you need to do it and what you're going to do on your program. I'm trying to get more focused on my face. So I joined a Bible study group that meets weekly. So that's the time that I have carved out in my life to do my Bible study. Those are, and I'm also with another group. I'm also with other people that are going to kind of hold me accountable for not being there, for not participating, for not putting in the work. So you know, people are going to ask you questions. People are going to want to see you. People are going to want to know, are going to want to engage with you. And so that is why I put myself in a weekly Bible study so that it's actionable and then there will be consequences if I don't do what I'm supposed to be doing. Tip number three is to focus on creating consistency, which is my word, obviously, of 2020. Actually, I think it's just the word for January 2020. So focus on creating consistency. Building a consistent practice means um, even doing it when you're short on time or you don't feel like doing it. Forcing yourself to step into the uncomfortable takes the excuses out of it. You may not turn cartwheels about doing it at that moment, but when you look back, you'll be happy that you stepped up on those tough dates. Creating new habits is also a character building practice, which is something we need to remember along the way. If when you're trying to create these healthy habits, you have to be consistent about doing them. You have to do them on a regular basis so that they'll stick, so that they'll become part of your normal routine that you won't even have to think about. And you don't want to make excuses for yourself because when you start making excuses for yourself that one time, then it's so easy to create that habit of making more excuses for it. So when you're trying something new, just stick with it, stay with it, decide if it's really right for you in that moment, but don't make excuses for why you shouldn't do it this one day because it'll be easier to make excuses after that. And my last tip is to let the expectations go and develop patterns that will work for your life. Don't look at it from someone else's perspective perspective, or model it after what someone else did because it worked for Sue, it's going to work for me and it's going to be all great. No, it's not really going to work like that. What works for one person does not work for another. Find the road that will work for you so that you will have long-time success instead of short-term frustration. Lower the expectations. Give yourself some grace to make some mistakes, and you need to celebrate the little things along the way 
so that you will stay motivated to stick with it. There are several different ways to get to an endpoint. The way you choose to do it and the way someone else chooses to do it doesn't make it wrong. That makes it right for you. And so we kind of have to block out the noise of what other people are doing along the way and follow the path that is right for us because not everyone's path follows the same road. And that is just something that we need to keep in mind and be mindful of that, especially in times where we feel like that we're slipping or that we can't do it or whatever. We just need to stay the course, be consistent and make it work for you. That is all for this episode. I look forward to providing you with more content over the year, and I'm excited to see what this new journey will take me. Subscribe to the podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast, and please leave a review. Reviews help other people find the podcast, and I'm not trying to be, like, huge or anything, but I do want people to come and find this useful information. If I could just help one person, that will change my life drastically. I just want to help that one person. And maybe you can help one person by sharing this podcast with someone else. We never know, you know, small steps lead to big strides. And that's something that we need to remember in everyday life. I know I keep saying that that is something that we need to remember because I feel like all of this information is very important to make successful steps in our life. Please follow me on all of the social. I'm mom works it out on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Angela Gillis on YouTube and just search for me and watch my videos because, you know, I try to think that I'm awesome or I try to be awesome and I, and entertaining. And, you know, I talk about things like meal prep and raising a child and all those things on my YouTube. I'm very active on Instagram. I'm trying to get a little bit more active on um, Twitter. It's just so hard to get back into that. But yeah. You can also send me an email at momworksitout at gmail.com. That is all. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.